NBC News will carry the 90-minute debate and provide insight and analysis. It all starts at 6 o'clock right here on NBC4. Early voting is underway for registered voters across Southern California. From how to vote, when to vote, and what you're actually voting for, we got you covered. Check out the Decision 2020 section on our website, NBCLA.com, or on the NBCLA app. Well, here are today's local headlines in the coronavirus pandemic. Coming up at noon, we're expecting an update from state health officials on which counties will move out of the most restrictive purple tier. Riverside County supervisors are expected to vote on a plan that would ditch the state's tier system. Supervisors there say the state's plan is just too restrictive, and Riverside County wants to reopen businesses faster. Ventura County is still in the restrictive purple tier. That could change, though, maybe even today. NBC4's Michelle Myers is outside of one Ventura business, hoping to get back to more normal operations. And good morning from outside Gold's Gym in Ventura County. This is a good example of how some businesses have expanded outside to continue providing a space for its clients. Later today, we'll find out if businesses like this one will be able to start heading back indoors. And it looks like Ventura has a good shot. So what does it mean to move from purple to red? It essentially means some businesses can move back indoors at limited capacity. Gyms and fitness facilities can have up to 10% capacity indoors. Restaurants can start serving at 25% capacity. Same with places of worship. Retail and shopping centers like malls can also move to 50% capacity under a red tier in Ventura. And movie theaters can also have up to 25% capacity. I'm excited for it. Uh, <laughs> some normalcy, you know, kind of getting things back to normal. Oh, the new norm. They're actually going to require 12 feet distance in Ventura instead of 6. That's fine. I mean, more space for myself to work out. <laughs> so I'm not against that at all, you know? Make it 24 feet. I don't care. That's right. If Ventura moves to the red tier, instead of 6 feet separation, it will require 12 inside gyms. This is just some of the required modifications that businesses must contend to and adhere to, along with sanitation and masking. Now, L.A. County has seen some promising numbers. However, unlike Ventura County, it is not expected to make the move into the red tier this week. In Ventura County, Michelle Vias, NBC4 News. Well, we saw another night of protests in Glendale. Locals and leaders are demanding an end to the fight between Armenia and Azerbaijan. Now, some local small businesses are teaming up to help Armenians impacted by the conflict. NBC4's Tony Jr. shows us now from Glendale. The conflict between Armenia and Azerbaijan is prompting a lot of relief efforts locally, some in places you may least expect it. And this is one of them, a restaurant in Glendale where the owners are dishing up a little bit of a history lesson along with requests for help. The owners of Broadway Burgers are on a mission, and it has little to do with food. They are going there. We donate a lot of clothes. They need a lot of uh, uh, beddings, uh, sleeping bags. Their focus is on Armenia and the escalating violence with Azerbaijan. We cannot fighting with them in our Armenia, but we're going to support them because it's very sad, very unfair war. Hopefully, Mr. Trump can look at this and say, you know what, enough is enough. The business has already designated a day in which they matched every dollar raised through sales and directed the money to the Armenia Fund, a nonprofit. Through its website, $50 million has been raised globally, nearly $13 million locally. 
everything that everyone's raising is going to the same place. The Nafshandians own Nova Market and Catering in Glendale. Their business is raising donations, too. What is it that non-Armenians just don't understand? Why we're doing this, why we're protesting, why we're marching, why we're honking. This is all to raise awareness because if we don't wake up, America could be next. The market will host a community gathering at 5 o'clock tonight, a way to unite, a way to educate. In Glendale, Tony Ginyard, NBC4 News. The family of a man killed by an Orange County deputy outside of a hotel in San Clemente is now filing a claim against the Sheriff's Department. And take you live out to Santa Ana where attorneys right now are making that announcement. Kurt Reinhold's family is set to read a statement any moment now. Reinhold was shot and killed two weeks ago outside of the Hotel Miramar. Both officers involved were homeless liaison officers, and the department says they got into a confrontation with Reinhold when they tried to approach him. Well, the department says Reinhold tried to grab a deputy's gun during that confrontation. That's when deputies shot him. He died at the scene. A destructive demonstration in downtown Los Angeles, all rooted in a deadly police shooting in Texas, who is now facing charges in that case. But caught on camera, a South Bay teenager is struck by a speeding car, the boy's mother, and her message for that hit-and-run driver. And we are going to be looking at plenty of high clouds streaming through the region for today. This will have an impact on the forecast. I'll show you what that impact's going to be coming up. Tomorrow morning on Today in L.A., grab your credit cards. Indoor shopping malls are reopening in L.A. County. It's the latest type of business to welcome back customers, but is it safe? We're going to be there to show you what to expect. That's tomorrow on Today in L.A., starting at 4 a.m. The petty political games have to stop, especially now. I'm Christy Smith. The stakes are too high for partisanship and special interest bribes. That's why I don't take a dime from corporate PACs. And when Sacramento Democrats tried to increase taxes on small businesses, I stood up to my party and voted no. Because I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. I'll work with anyone who will deliver for this community. I approve this message because I will only answer to you. My name is Claudia, and I was seriously injured. We end up with Jacobia Myers. They were answering all my questions. They were very attentive with the case. Protecting you since 1972. Jacoby and Myers. I was very comfortable. Diamonds, the timeless gift. Diamond stackable bands, just $129. One carat three stone rings, $799. One carat certified designer rings, $2490. One carat top white studs, $599. Buy factory direct and save. The jewelry exchange tusted. On a BART train platform, this is back in 2009. Grandpa Kelly was one of the first in this country to be captured on cell phone and shared online. The officer who killed Grant was convicted of involuntary manslaughter and served 11 months in prison. But Grant's family wants charges to be filed against another officer at that train station. A South Bay teenager is in the hospital with serious injuries this morning after being hit by a driver while riding his bicycle. His mother just feet away when it happened. She is urging the driver to come forward. It happened Friday morning in Hawthorne on the corner of Adani and Rosecrans Avenue. Now, in this security video, you see 15-year-old Jose Garcia starting to cross the street when he's hit at full speed. We stopped the video before the moment of impact. She's just bedridden. He can't move. Um, so she feels that it's not fair. Garcia's mother says her son has serious head injuries, a broken leg and arm, and both feet are fractured. Police mm. think this car is a white Toyota Corolla or possibly a Camry with extensive damage to the front end and windshield.
Now more on the growing number of coronavirus cases inside of the White House. The rapid test used by the Trump administration is raising some new questions about testing at workplaces across the country. NBC Stephanie Gox has more. This morning, there are concerns that the White House has been using rapid COVID testing without considering its own FDA guidelines. At least 12 people who attended President Trump's Supreme Court announcement at the White House less than two weeks ago have now tested positive for the virus. Do you have concerns that there may have been a false sense of security given to the White House with the results of this test? Too often people take a negative test and they don't have COVID, they do not need masking, and they do not have to change their behavior. That is not how these tests should be used. The AVID rapid ID test used by the White House was given emergency authorization back in March with an announcement from the president. We have something from AVID Labs, which is right here, and that's a five-minute test, highly accurate. Like other rapid or point-of-care tests, it is given by a doctor, and the results are determined on the spot instead of being sent off to a lab, much like a common flu test. For now, it is mostly used in clinics and doctor's offices. There is hope that it may eventually be used more widely to help businesses and schools open safely. But the rapid tests are less sensitive than the tests sent to labs, which can take days to get a result. The test that you do right then and there does not detect down to the lower levels of virus that many people have or that you have earlier in your disease. And that creates an opportunity for the virus to slip in. In a statement, Abbott tells NBC News its rapid ID test is 95% accurate within seven days of getting symptoms. But in May, the FDA issued a warning, saying anyone getting a negative result from that test should consider confirming it with a more sensitive test. Stephanie Goss, NBC News. A prominent Southern California pastor who visited the White House 11 days ago announced that he has tested positive for COVID-19. Pastor Greg Laurie also attended the Rose Garden event that may have led to all of those infections within the president's inner circle. The 67-year-old is the head of Harvest Christian Fellowship in Riverside, Corona, and Irvine. And in this video message on social media, he says he is feeling fine and is in isolation. I just wish that at a time like this we could not politicize something like this and show compassion to people that are struggling with this. It's real. Pastor Laurie also said he was confident he would beat COVID, but he also warned others to be extra careful. A UCLA scientist has just made history. She has just become the fourth woman ever to win a Nobel Prize in physics. When I got to UCLA, the question I decided to ask was, is there a supermassive black hole at the center of the galaxy? And the fun part of this is that the technology has evolved so much that our ways of seeing the center of the galaxy had changed radically, and we discovered things that we didn't even think to ask. That's astronomy professor Andrea Gez. She won this year's physics prize for the research she was just talking about, the discovery of a supermassive black hole at the center of the Milky Way. All right, taking a live look right now at downtown of Los Angeles. Things are still a little warm, but a cool down is coming later this week. Let's check it now with a meteorologist David Bigger and your first alert forecast. Hey, David. And, Michael, we will be cooling off as we go through the next couple of days. We already have some cooler temperatures for today, all courtesy of what you're seeing from our San Fernando Valley camera looking east. We have a little combination of some poor air quality down below, but if you look up above, you can see lots of high cloud cover here, and that is going to be sticking around as we go through the next couple of hours or so. So that's one of our main weather headlines. We have more high clouds for today compared to what we saw yesterday. That's allowing temperatures to be a little bit cooler than what we saw for Monday. 
And then we have a rain chance possibly coming away by the end of the week. So let's get you started. We'll start off with the first one. We're going to talk about the high cloud cover here on Futurecast. We're going to start right around the noontime hour. What you'll notice, we have a lot of that gray shading here over Southern California, an indication of all the high clouds pushing through the region. And it's not like we're going to get a break in this and suddenly have bright sunshine without any filtering of the high clouds later on this afternoon. Because as I play through Futurecast here, you see the high clouds stick around pretty much all the way into the evening hours. This is 7 o'clock in the evening. Still have high clouds over the Inland Empire and the San Bernardino Mountains. Mountains. We are looking at relatively clear skies at this point off to the west. Now watch what happens as we go through the overnight hours tonight. All the high clouds move out of the area and now low clouds move in. So we might start Wednesday morning with some low clouds over the basin, Orange County, the Ventura County coastal areas. This is a little bit of a sign that temperatures are starting to cool down over the next couple of days because the marine layer is at least trying to set up shop. It looks like the marine layer will linger until about 11 o'clock in the morning or so, but one thing you may have noticed here on Futurecast for Wednesday, no high cloud cover streaming into the region for tomorrow, so it's really just for today, and then we'll see increasing clouds later on in the week, and that's because we have a pattern change coming our way. This is what the pattern looks like for tomorrow. You can see that we have the high pressure area that's been sitting along the west coast, starting to slide off to the east just a little bit. It's taking all the heat with it, all these oranges and reds that you're seeing here, and it's allowing an area of low pressure to drop in the Pacific Northwest. Well, it looks like this area of low pressure may linger into the week and actually dip a little bit farther south, bringing us cooler weather and even a chance of rain. Let me show you this on the seven-day forecast. Mm. The basin's on top here, the coastline's on the bottom. You'll notice temperatures for today in the upper 80s, but look at how quickly we drop off. By Thursday and Friday, we're into the mid-70s, so it's going to feel like fall out there. And we'll have temperatures in the low 70s over the weekend with a chance of rain on Saturday and then some lingering cloud cover likely into Sunday. With the valleys on top here, the Inland Empire on the bottom, temperatures will be in the mid-90s for today. Cooling off, though, for tomorrow and for Thursday and Friday, we'll be into the 70s by Saturday with that slight chance of rain. Temperatures bouncing back a couple degrees heading into Sunday. High desert on top here, low desert on the bottom. Temperatures in the low 90s for today, cooling off over the next couple of days. We'll be watching for an increase of clouds this weekend, but I think the high desert should stay dry as we head into the weekend. And finally, the area mountains looking at temperatures running in the mid-70s for today, but cooling off over the next couple of days. In fact, as we head into the weekend, Michael, temperatures will barely be able to get out of the 50s. And the other thing to note on the forecast, temperatures very cold during the overnight hours. We may be starting off the mornings over the weekend in the 20s and low 30s. That's the latest. Back to you. That's what I like about you, David. It's Tuesday, and you're already talking about the weekend. My <laughs> kind of guy. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, we'll see you later on today. All right, the Dodgers and the Padres open up the National Division Series tonight in Arlington, Texas. And some say this relationship between these teams has a big brother, little brother rivalry feel to them. So we actually saw a few examples of players trying to get under each other's skin earlier this season. This is a best-of-five series that will be played at the Rangers' brand-new ballpark. Some fans will be allowed inside to watch. And the Lakers will try to take a 3-1 series lead in the NBA Finals against the Miami tonight. LeBron James says he's not concerned after Sunday's loss. If, no, who put if in this script? My gosh, when the Lakers win, they could close it out on Friday and bring home their first NBA title in 10 years. Talk to my producer about that if. The coronavirus outbreak is continuing to hit Hollywood hard. How it's putting a permanent stop to one of the most popular shows on Netflix. Working from home can be challenging, to say the least. Oh, yes, it can be. So how do you stay focused? Coming up on the NBC4 News at 4, the online service that could help you stay productive while you're isolated. Check it out today.